0: This is IGN. This is IGN. The Marvel creator's legend goes largely unchallenged in this fluffy film from the director of Jiro Dreams of Sushi. This is your IGN review of Stan Lee by Samantha Nelson. In Stan Lee, the new documentary from Jiro Dreams of Sushi director David Gelb, the late Marvel Comics chief talks about his goal to create books that were entertaining, but also inspirational and educational. Unfortunately, Gelb's film has none of these qualities, delivering only an insipid piece of corporate propaganda that largely glosses over the controversy surrounding Lee, while presenting his cameos in Disney's Marvel films as the highlight of a long career. The story of Stanley Martin Lieber is presented in a fairly straightforward chronology, starting with his birth in New York in 1922 and transitioning through the decades via highly generic historical montages. Geld excels at filming food, but he seems to have been stumped by how to present visuals for a film about a legend of a visual medium. Long stretches feature Lee's voice played over static shots of ugly dioramas meant to represent his humble childhood home, or a creepy model of a young mouth-agape Lee sitting in a movie theater. These off-putting sets are reused throughout the film, making the whole production feel cheap. The vaguely period-appropriate footage used elsewhere is an improvement, but it's a shame there isn't more comic-style art used. The visuals are at their most dynamic when adding splashes of animation to pages of comic books Lee helped create, whether it's Thor's lightning crackling or text bubbles filling in to give the impression of dialogue manifesting on the page. There are a few surprising tidbits about Lee's life in the film, like how he wrote comic strips to train finance officers during World War II but most of the documentary is a sanitized history of Marvel. Jack Kirby's son Neil has denounced the film, and he's right to point out the degree to which it minimizes his father's role in creating Black Panther, Iron Man, the Hulk, and other Marvel staples. Lee's rise to editor of Marvel predecessor Timely Comics at the age of 17 makes him out to be some sort of plucky prodigy, but the rest of the story, that the promotion happened after Kirby and Joe Simon left for more lucrative opportunities at what would become DC Comics, is omitted. Lee is presented as a revolutionary hero who took on the Comics Code Authority, co-created the X-Men and Black Panther to fight racism, and invented female heroes like Black Widow and Susan Storm because he loved his wife so much. On occasion, there are tiny slips that bring up his less heroic pursuits, like the self-dealing he did as editor-in-chief, where he paid himself as a freelance writer, or that the Fantastic Four was largely an attempt to copy the team format popularized by DC's Justice League. Stan Lee is frustratingly both narrow in its scope and vague in its facts. Lee at one point expresses his frustration about Marvel being sold, along with the characters he co-created for the company, but there's no mention of the lawsuits he successfully filed to get a share of those characters' film rights. The time devoted to how much fan mail Marvel received is just another way for Lee to brag, lacking any of the humanity or humility with which the 1997 Star Trek documentary Trekkies addresses the same subject— a softball approach is to be expected from Stan Lee. After all, a more critical take on the man might seem like an odd fit alongside all the Marvel offerings on Disney+. Plus. But Disney also puts itself in the spotlight. From a shot of Lee at the premiere of The Avengers to a montage of his many cameos within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the studio's film adaptations are presented as the apotheosis of Marvel Comics. Stan Lee glosses over all of the controversy surrounding the leader of Marvel Comics, at the expense not just of the other writers and artists who deserve credit, but of the documentary itself, which is a bland and uninformative work of brand building. This is a movie for those who primarily know Lee as the guy who has cameos all over the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and don't really want to think of him, his legacy, or the comics industry as a whole as anything but the myths Lee weaved during his lifetime. Thanks for listening. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest news on Stan Lee, Marvel, Disney, and more, visit us at IGN.com.
1: Spoken Layer
2: Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast.